This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Hi, I'm Jen White, and this is Reset. Each week, we try to bring you someone cool who has ideas for things we can read, watch, and do while we're under Illinois' stay-at-home order. Joining us now with her recommendations is Lovey Ajayi-Jones. She writes a blog, hosts multiple podcasts, and she's the author of the New York Times bestseller, I'm Judging You, the Do Better Manual. So, you know, she's not busy at all. But she did make some time <laughs> for us. Lovey, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Jen. So how have you been? What has this uh, pandemic been like for you? Oh, my goodness. It's been um, interesting because I've had to work on my second book during the pandemic. And, you know, I've been seeing all the memes. I was like, hey, if you need to rest, take your rest. And I'm like, ah, I don't have that privilege. But (laughs) it's basically trying to find new normals and what's not normal. Hmm. Hmm. Are there things that you're finding... um that are particularly difficult for you right now? You know, we talk to writers and, and artists, they say this is a time of, of a lot of creativity for them. Is that how it's working out for you? Yeah, I think in times of crisis, we can tap into something bigger. So yeah, I think I am feeling more creative, inspired, and seeing this is some type of opportunity because I've been jumping on planes. All the things that I haven't had opportunity to do, I can do now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, you're a writer. You're also a voracious reader. So I want to start with your recommendations for what to read right now. What's on your bedside table? I think it's important to laugh. So mm-hmm. Angela Nizzle's Broke Diaries is a classic that I always go back to. And I think it's really relevant right now because as people are talking, you know, losing their jobs and being able to laugh about brokenness might actually help a little bit. <laughs> um, and it's a book that I've loved since I was in college. So that one is a plus. I always revisit Paulo Coelho's um, The Alchemist Mm. because the message that whatever you wish for, the universe will conspire to make it happen is always relevant. And right now when everything is uncertain, I think we need the things that are going to affirm that message to us over and over again. So those two are things that I'm going back to. Right now, are you finding yourself more attracted to fiction or nonfiction? Both. Right now, I'm finding myself attracted to, to fiction that is light mm. because the world is so dark. Anything that feels dark or burdensome, I'm avoiding because I don't think I need that for my psyche right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so I'm seeking out funny reads. I'm seeking out people's Instagram accounts that make me laugh. I am watching shows that are allowing me to escape from the reality of the world. So, yeah, fiction. Mm. Now, for folks who who aren't as familiar with your work, I've read I'm Judging You. It's actually on my bedside table. (laughs) Just remind folks what that book is about. So it is um, a collection of essays on life, culture, social media, and this kind of fame-obsessed world that we live in. And I'm basically turning the mirror and being like, hey, we can do better across the board. 
I can do better. And here are the things that we do that we could probably fix. So the book will make you laugh because I tackle some of the mundane from group dinners, which I actually miss now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, going on group dinners and somehow anytime the check comes, we always end up short because somebody insists they paid what they were supposed to pay, but really they did not. To the serious of talking about, you know, racism and culture and privilege. So it is now three and a half years old. It's almost four years old, and I still get tagged to it every single day on social media of somebody just reading it and rediscovering the words. Are there lessons from I'm judging you that you come back to now, even though we're, you know, spending less time together and a lot of the book is about those social interactions, but are there things that you're like, yeah, we can do better at that? Yeah. um, One of those is I really firmly believe that when we don't have, when we have the mic, one of our jobs is to pass it to somebody who doesn't. Mm -hmm. And right now we're seeing the power of community. And I think we need to feel more obligated than ever to ensure that, the people we know, the people we love, the people in our neighborhoods, the people in our community are okay because there's a lot of people who are struggling. So things that are in our power that we can do, whether we can donate to food banks because people are really struggling in terms of they don't have jobs, so how are they going to buy food for their families? Amplifying important issues that people should pay attention to. I think right now the power of community is being amplified, and that's something that I did talk about in my first book, And it is more important now than I've ever noticed. Well, let's go on to your watch recommendations. Um, You've got several great shows to recommend, but I want to start with something else. You say the versus battles on Instagram (laughs) are not to be missed. I've, I've actually checked into one of those. But for the uninitiated, exactly what are these battles? So versus is a company that Swiss Beats and Timbaland started after the quarantine. And they basically created as a way to build community around music so they bring two legends in music to for friendly competition where they go off with their music and their discography and it's been a bomb in this time so the last one was actually with Nelly and Ludacris but, <laughs> but the one before then was with uh Jill Scott and Erica Badu and it was amazing it was amazing it reminds you how incredible the artists that you love are but it also allows you to have this joint experience with the rest of the world because we're all inside the house. Mm-hmm. So now we are finding this is our own. This is our concert. This is how we're doing concerts right now. Now, have, that sounds like that one's been your favorite. But what's been funny about these are some of them are a little bit of a struggle, depending upon people's Wi-Fi situations. The artists yes. themselves are having some technical <laughs> issues. But that's that's kind of fun in and of itself to me, at least. It's so funny because the Wi-Fi struggles happen with every battle. And I'm just like, how have people not learned the protocol before the battle? So it's actually become a thing now that people kind of expect is who is going to be the one that's having the struggle with Wi-Fi. And then that person's usually memed afterwards. (laughs) Well, followers of your blog know you're doing recaps of HBO's Insecure with Issa Rae. Uh, That show is currently in season four. What is it you like about this show? The show reminds you of your messy 20s. I feel like having your your life in shambles in your 20s is a rite of passage. And being able to watch Issa and her crew make these bad decisions, it takes you back there. You're thankful for the fact that you're not making them anymore. And it's it's just so relatable to watch their squad um, of girls and, and guys in L.A. trying to live their best lives and constantly stumbling. So 
it's just a good show. We all it know is. it, Issa or Molly. We might have been Issa or Molly. And to see them capture it perfectly, we need it. All right. Now, you also suggest people watch Ozark. And, and these two shows could not be <laughs> farther no, away different. from one another <laughs> on the spectrum. I mean, if you want to laugh and maybe feel a little cringy, you watch Insecure. If you want to be stressed out, watch Ozark. Stressed out. Ozark is stressful. It's Tell us such... about the, the premise of the show. Ozark is about an accountant who starts doing money laundering for a major drug cartel in Mex- from Mexico and how his life is upended because of it. And he's constantly trying to basically avoid being murdered by the drug cartel. It's just so good. And it is absolutely stressful. Ozark will have your high blood pressure just, it would just be having it through the roof because he always gets himself in these weird predicaments yes. and somehow gets out of it. And the dynamic between um, Jason Bateman, who who plays mm-hmm. the lead, and his wife, who played by Laura Linney, mm-hmm. their whole family dynamic gets more complex with every season. Yes. Who? It's not the kind of show I can binge. I sort of watch it over the course of a week because, yes, it stresses me out, but it is really, really good. Oh, I binged it. I definitely binged. We binged it in like three weeks. Lovey. The whole thing from season one to the end. Season, end of season three, it was a binge. Yes, I you you are made of stronger stuff than I am because I was like, we got to stop after this. Uh, that's it for this episode. I need to take a break. <laughs> They're stressing me out. <laughs> well, some lighter fare, uh, like many Chicagoans, you say the Last Dance. That's the ten part documentary series yes. about Michael Jordan, the Bulls. It's great television. Were you a Jordan fan growing up? I was because I'm, I'm a Chicago. I feel like if you weren't a, uh, a Jordan fan growing up and you lived in Chicago. That's actually more the exception than the rule. Because everybody was just, like, blown away by the Superman. He right. was basically Superman in, in, like, playing basketball as Superman. So The Last Dance has captured his legacy in a beautiful way. It shows all his flaws because we walk away understanding that Michael Jordan never says sorry. But <laughs> we get to also see what built and what shaped and created this supernova figure that we know is Michael Jordan. It was incredible. And it's been another way for everybody to build community on Sunday nights for the last five weeks. It's been amazing. Well, the entire series will be available on Netflix uh, starting July 19th. In the meantime, it's scheduled to re-air on ABC starting this Sunday. Um, I want to get to your do recommendations. You've got a very practical recommendation for something people can do to pass the time as we social distance. I love this. You say you can go fill out your census. Please go fill out your census. I want people to not let this passes by because there's a lot of information that we're getting. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize we're supposed to be filling out the census right now. Mm. It is important because it has real implications to our lives, to the, to the, to our neighborhoods, to the resources that people who are on the margins can get. So it's a way for us to make sure we are counted. So I need people to go fill out the census, please. And thank you. Well, your second do recommendation is also something pretty simple. You say go to therapy, why do you think maybe even now more than ever this is this is good for people who can access it? Yes, I think therapy is super relevant right now. I mean, it's always relevant, but we are in a global pandemic, something that none of us have lived through, and we might not have the coping skills to handle it in a real way. So therapy is something that I really encourage everybody to do. There's a big movement for people to get affordable therapy and there's 
a lot of resources that people can tap into if they don't have the money to pay for therapy themselves right now. Um, there's an organization called the Loveland Foundation that actually gives away free therapy to black and brown people. There's all types. There's apps now you can do, Talkspace, you know. So I just, I really encourage people to take an hour, even if it's an hour a month, go talk to a, a licensed professional who can help you figure out how you're feeling right now in this moment. Well, before we let you go, I've got to ask about the new book you're, you're working on. What can you share share with us about the project? Yes, my second book is called The Fear Fighter Manual. It's coming out in 2021. And I wrote it because I wanted to talk about my experience about how my career and my life is really a series of doing things that have scared me and the amazing rewards that have come from it. And um, it is the big sister to the Do Better Manual because for us to do better and do hard things in life, we're going to have to do scary things. So I talked that through about how we can fail loudly. We can... We can be too much. We can um, stand and speak truth to power and still thrive in spite of and because of it. And I'm really excited about it because it's the book that I need now whenever I want to do something that feels hard. It's the book that I needed 10 years ago when I was afraid to call myself a writer. So I just finished draft one. It is with my editor right now, and I'm really excited about it. So 2021, Q1 is coming out. Congratulations. Well, as we mentioned, you're somebody who has a lot of plate spinning all the time. You also have your own smartphone app called Love Nation. Really quickly, what is this about? Yes. So the internet sometimes feels overwhelming, doesn't it? Like you log on and you instantly are like, I'm stressed out by what's happening. So I wanted to create a space that felt like a safe space in a dumpster fire world. So I created an app called Love Nation, L-U-V-V-N-A-T-I-O-N, where people can go to be thoughtful, to have elevated conversations, to kind of woo-saw on the Internet without feeling like there's going to be something that's going to be jumping back at them. So there's 11,000 people in Love Nation. It is It feels like a refuge, and I'm really proud. And people can download it on Android or in the App Store. Just type in Love Nation and, yeah, join and be a part of what we're building. You don't have to be stressed out when you're online because you can come into spaces like this and breathe. All right. Well, let's breathe. That's Lovey Ajayi Jones, author of the book, I'm Judging You, the Do Better Manual, and blogger at awesomelylovey.com. She's also a speaker, digital strategist, and host of the podcast, Rant and Randomness. We'll tweet out all our recommendations at WBEC Reset. Lovey, it was good to hear your voice. Thanks. So good to hear your voice, Jen. And that's today's reset. Well, I told you yesterday to hang on because the sun will come out. Well, look, guys, it came out. So if you can, my recommendation for you is to get out, take some deep breaths and take a nice walk. I'm Jen White. Thanks for listening. And let's talk again soon. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.